0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Best Thoughts. I'm Will Johns. And I'm Rick
1: Johns.
0: Rick, you don't sound very good today. What's going on with you? Oh, so weak. Very, very weak. Oh, I do remember in our last episode, you said you were going to fast all the way until thanksgiving yeah and uh it sounds like you've tried that uh how's that going for you oh oh fine fine i'm just
1: holding in for a few more days to thanks g- g- giving
0: and rick it's it sounds like you're not doing too good at all um and I know you're, you know, trying not to be obvious about your spiritual practice of fasting, yes. but you can be honest with me. Um, do you need to eat some food? Well, maybe just a little for the,
1: the podcast.
0: Yeah, please do because I think you'll. Uh, it'll give you enough energy to get through the podcast. I don't think you're going to make it if you if you don't eat something right now. Cookie. Ah, nom, 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 nom. Oh, nom, 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 Ah, ooh, man, you, you you sound pretty hungry there, Rick. That was quick. Ah,
1: thanks, Will. Ooh, I really needed that. I think my blood sugar was a little low and all that fasting, I think, really got to me. It's, ooh, it's been at least two hours since breakfast and I was really famished.
0: Oh my goodness, only two hours? <laughs> Yeah, what did you think? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was going to be days by the way you were acting there. Man. Well,
1: you have to have a little bit of food. So, you know, I I only had three bowls of cereal instead of my usual four this morning. <laughs> Got to save room, man. Hey, the Big with, day is coming.
0: With an appetite like yours, uh, I think you're going to be fine for Thanksgiving Day. So I, I wouldn't be too worried about... You're fast between now and then.
1: Well, I like to show up hungry, so that's my plan.
0: I, I would just give you this advice. Try not to eat as fast as you just did because you might not enjoy it, you know, too well.
1: Yeah, I may feel that a little later, but let's see if we can make it through this podcast.
0: Okay. I am grateful for food, Will. So
1: that's one thing I'm grateful for. Yes. And we have been talking about gratitude since that is your wheelhouse. And we are approaching Thanksgiving here. So, what better time than to focus on this discipline of gratitude? So, Will, in our last episode, we talked about some of the benefits of gratitude and we talked about changing the lens through which we look at the world. I think that's a good place for us to start. What do you mean by changing the lens of which we look at our world?
0: Yeah, so when we change the lens, we're looking at our lives, we're looking at the world through this lens of gratitude, through the lens of what we appreciate about our lives, what we appreciate in the world, and what you just mentioned about how much you appreciated food from not having it for two hours, uh, <laughs> is it, it goes along with this actually because what happens? One of the reasons we stop appreciating the basic things of our lives is that over time, our minds adjust to these gifts that we receive every day and we take them for granted. Hmm. And it's called in the research, the law of habituation. Hmm. And what that means is that over a period of time, things that we would normally be very grateful for, we just take for granted. We expect them and so we don't appreciate them. We only get upset when we lose them. Mm-hmm. And and so actually, this fasting practice is a great way to start appreciating eating food at a higher level. Yeah, because sometimes we have to go without to realize how much we appreciate what we have.
1: You know, Will, you remind me of a story. When I was a young pastor, I was assigned to a church and the youth group of that church was going to go on a mission trip to Cuba. And being the new uh, younger pastor there of that church, they asked me to go and I said, okay, sure. And I didn't know a whole lot about the trip. Went on the trip and we got arrested (laughs) because we were Christians doing Christian type things in this country that is communist. And when we were put in that Cuban prison and brought before a Cuban court, and all this is true, I started realizing how much I took for granted living in the United States.
0: Yes. Where I
1: can be a Christian and say whatever I want, or I can be an atheist, or I can be a Muslim, or I can be a, a Jew, or a Catholic, or whatever. I can have my freedom of conscience. And let me tell you, the only time in my life where I've kissed the ground intentionally is when I landed back in Miami and got out of Cuba, because I realized Mm. I had Mm. taken my citizenship in the United States of America for granted.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, that's the exact kind of thing that our brains tend to take for granted, are the things that we can count on. Yeah. Uh, So we all the basics of life we take for granted. So if you have shelter, you probably take it for granted. If you have food to eat, you're probably taking that for granted because you can count on it. If you have clean water to drink, probably taking that for granted. This is kind of hard to explain without a visual, but if you could visualize in your mind like a, 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 a chart with a line going across... On the high side of the chart and then a line going across the low side. And the low side would be what I would call starting from zero. So this would be the person that expects nothing to be good in their life and then if one little thing goes right they're gonna be grateful. So if they have like one bowl of cereal for breakfast they're gonna be grateful for it because they weren't expecting any food. But the person with a line that's drawn on the high side of the graph is someone that expects everything to go their way. They expect food to be there in the morning, they expect a nice warm house, they expect a car that works, they expect a job that's rewarding. And so all the good stuff in their life, they take for granted. And here's the challenge. The more that things are going well in our life, the more we're likely to take for granted. Mm -hmm. and so one of the biggest barriers to gratitude and this is something we all face that live here in america with all its blessings is entitlement yeah we expect all those things to go our way
1: and i think that's good so let's talk i know in your book you had a chapter on the barriers to gratitude so entitlement is one uh what are some of the other barriers
0: Well, before we get to the other barriers, I want to talk about entitlement a little longer. Sure. And that is, the practice of gratitude allows us to kind of take our chart back down to zero. In other words, if we can wake up in the morning and say, I don't deserve, I don't, I am not entitled to all of the good things that I have in my life, and then be grateful for even the little things or the basic things. So, if I can start the day and be grateful for the warm shower, grateful for the comfortable mattress that I spent the night on, grateful for that those three bowls of cereal that you had this morning, Rick, that, <laughs> <laughs> that apparently didn't satisfy you very long, um, <laughs> grateful that my car starts. And when I could start being grateful for those things I take for granted, you know, another barrier to gratitude is, is what we talked about in the previous episode, that our mind defaults to the negative.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so one way out of that barrier is the mind defaults to the negative when we're not in the present moment. So simply being in the present moment may not make you grateful, but it might keep you from going down into the negative. Mm. Uh, So the more we can be present, be mindful, be in the moment, the more we can stay out of the pit of negativity that we might fall into.
1: Yeah, I agree, Will. And I know for me, one of the practices that I have kind of tried to build into my life over the last few years, it's just something really simple, but it just changes my day. And that is every time I step outside my house, I just do a mental pause and I look around the sky, the trees right now. Mm. uh, It's a pretty time of year. Just try to find something pretty just to interrupt my thinking and all the rat race and all the to do's on my list. Just using that as an excuse, because it's a natural thing for me. Stepping out of that door, you have a change in the temperature. It Mm -hmm. just gets my attention, and it brings me into that present moment. And it's just a reminder, everything's okay right now. I'm about to go somewhere, about to go do this or that. But right now in this moment, everything is okay. And I just need that to kind of recenter myself throughout the day
0: i i I love that practice uh because it's a way to put yourself in the present moment right off the bat and and sometimes just noticing the beauty of a tree or the beauty of the sky, yep or the beauty of a flower or the freshness of the air yep this just puts us in this in this positive place, but I would say, Rick, another barrier. That can be a real challenge for a lot of us is being bombarded by negative information hmm. just having a news app on your phone or watching the news at night can bombard you with a lot of heavy negative information yeah now remember in our last episode we said gratitude is not like closing our eyes and sticking our heads in the sand so we need to know the basics of what's going on in the world. Um, we need to know that we're living in a time of a pandemic. Uh, we can't just close our eyes and, and imagine that COVID doesn't exist. Right. Uh, not without our great detriment. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, we, we need to know what's happening in the world. But one of the practices that I personally have done is I deleted uh, the news app from my phone. I don't have any news notifications. I don't have anything like that. My life has functioned just fine by not knowing every single terrible thing that has happened today in the world. I don't know that our brains were designed to handle the entire world's pain. (laughs) And when we try to do that, it can plunge us into some dark spaces. Yeah. Uh, so as I have to be very careful about what you let in. Here's another avenue where we can get bombarded by negativity. Uh, I've noticed that in the streaming services like Netflix and some of the others, uh, Amazon Prime, Hulu, some of those, that there seems to be a, a desire or an interest in a lot of people In watching very dark shows, Hmm. you know shows that are very much probing the depths of pain and evil in the human psyche, and in the world, and and it's we I think we have to be careful about that. Yeah, I think it that affects the way that our soul um, views the world. Yeah. And it can also plunge us into this feeling that everything is evil. Yeah. Everything is worse than you think. You yeah. know, kind of the opposite of what I'm saying gratitude can do for you.
1: So I'm guessing that you're more of a Ted Lasso fan. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, I like something that is promoting the good in the world, you yeah. know. Something that's shining a light on people treating other people well, rather than poorly.
1: And you know, we live in that day and age where we have 24 seven news channels. And I know a lot of people just turn them on and leave them on in their homes and just keep it going. And, oh, can you believe this and believe that? And uh, that's got to have an impact on our thinking.
0: It, it absolutely does i mean we would not open our windows and allow noxious fumes to flood our house yeah. and yet it's kind of the same idea we are letting in toxic material into our brains and it's polluting our souls yeah and so we have to be super careful about that and, and here's here's a positive way to to start moving in the opposite direction and overcoming these barriers. And that is through intentional gratitude habits and practices. And here's one that I would love to recommend to our listeners and and that I want to start practicing more and more myself. And it's very simple. The next time you get together with a friend, tell them something good that's happening in your life. What? What? That's crazy. (laughs) Who wants to hear that? So we know the research on this. If someone has a bad experience at a restaurant, they're going to tell 13 people about it. Hmm. (laughs) If they have a good experience, they'll tell one person. Yeah, And that goes back to our minds defaulting to the negative. And so instead, the next time you get together with somebody, tell them 13 things that are going good in your life a side and next to the one thing that might be a struggle for you. Hmm. And it's okay. We need to talk about our pain and our struggles. That's fine. But not only about that. Yeah, Gratitude is about adding the positive into the mix. If we're going to err, err on the side of focusing more on the positive and talking more about the positive. And when you do that, here's the beauty. Gratitude is contagious. And so you're going to help someone else feel better about their life. You're going to help them start thinking about what they're grateful for.
1: That's a very interesting uh, gratitude practice. I like that one, Will. And like I said, I was kind of shocked to hear it because the first thing we usually think of sharing is something that's happened to us that, can you believe this? Or, oh, I had this encounter or they said that or... Yes. Some, some run-in we've had with someone or some difficult relationship or some trial at work. Uh, those seem to be the, the number one topics in our conversation. So that's one. So as we wrap up this episode, give us a few others. What are some things, because you keep saying it's a practice. It's something that we've got to intentionally do, I guess, every day. Or how do you look at that and what are some things that we can do?
0: So I look at it this way. Do a little bit more than what you're doing now and keep trying to add to it. So maybe you're doing no gratitude practices right now. That's fine. Try to add one two-minute practice a day and go from there. And it's anything that focuses your mind on something that you appreciate, something that you're grateful for, something that is good that's in your life. The simplest and most effective is to write it down, but uh, studies have also found that that's the most difficult one for people to stay with. Hmm. And, and I'll be honest, Rick, I've struggled with that one. I don't write down my gratitude very often. Mm-hmm. So it's worked better for me to do a gratitude walk. I try to go walking most days. Uh, at the beginning, I try to force my mind towards gratitude. Mm. And I say force because you'll see there'll be some resistance there, and you start thinking about gratitude. The next thing you know, you're thinking about a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our minds will go there. Don't don't feel bad about that. That's just normal. That's that's just being a human. But a gratitude walk's helpful. Uh, I like putting on positive, upbeat music in the car. So if I'm driving in the car, there's WGTS in in the DC area. If you live in the, in the DC area, ninety one point nine. Put that on. That lifts your spirits. It's, it's focusing your mind on something positive and spiritual. Whenever you pray, many of us have uh, developed the habit of prayer on a daily basis. Start with gratitude. Hmm. Thank God for the good things that God has done in your life and the good things that are in your life. All of these things are ways that you can start to practice gratitude. And I promise you, you will feel better and maybe this is another a way that you can leverage gratitude to your benefit when you're not feeling very good. Take that as a sign to take a few minutes and practice gratitude. It's kind of like getting a quick breath of fresh air hmm. or doing a quick workout. It will refocus your mind and you'll feel a lot better. I love it. Well, thank
1: you so much Will. These have been two very helpful episodes on gratitude. We appreciate you sharing of your knowledge. And if you want to learn more about it, you can check out his book, Everything is Better Than You Think. It's on Amazon, the author, Will Johns, obviously. And I encourage you to check it out. The book actually, as his brother, I can say, was surprisingly good. (laughs) Uh, I was, and easy to read, that didn't surprise me, but easy to read and surprisingly good, has some stories and just practical stuff. And we'll get you inspired to start your own gratitude practice. So thanks so much, Will.
0: Uh, I love talking about this topic. Yeah, I hope if you are interested in it, I hope that that my book could be a tool or resource for you to, to learn even more.
1: Thank you. Well, everyone, that does it for our two small bonus episodes on gratitude. We hope that you enjoy your Thanksgiving. You get to eat some good food, enjoy some friendships and family. And we will catch you on the other side of the holiday. Thanks again for listening to Best Thoughts with Dr. Will Johns and Dr. Rick Johns.